0: Welcome to In Search of the Crystal Skull, an epic adventure into the world of Mediocre. My name is Aaron. My name is Patricia. And I guess we're doing a bonus episode uh, this time around. So um, for those of you who do not know, uh, Disney recently released on Disney Plus what happens to be probably its worst performing movie of 2022 so um, yeah yeah. (laughs)
1: and considering that light year was very underperforming that's a lot to say
0: (laughs) yeah but uh, anyway let's dig ourselves into this and uh, venture into the unknown and i have to say maybe what we're about to go into here is probably more about what this podcast is all about Today we are going to be talking about Strange World. It is a 2022 action-adventure comedy film uh, that uh, features a family called The Clades. They are allegedly family explorers whose differences threaten to topple their latest and most crucial mission into uncharted and treacherous territory. So, um, I mean, going into this, I mean, maybe we should probably uh, before we go any further into it is that we um, and Patricia watched this on Disney+. Plus. Originally this released at least here in the UK on the 20 20- 3rd of November of 2022 it's director is Don Hall and so we are basically given this world of uh, what effectively is I guess you could say Indiana Jones meets uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth I guess we could say it's probably the best way we could describe it and so um, we have a family called the Clades Uh, the uh, grandfather of the family uh, has basically disappeared after 25 years venturing to basically what is the other side of the mountains Uh, the son which is known as as uh, as a searcher has, um, you know, discovered a plant that basically gives this, uh, you know, kind of power source uh, to uh, the city that currently they, they are, and so uh, differences ensue because uh, the. Um, um, the grandfather character who I completely forget the name of, which I think is really Jaeger. bad of me, Jaeger, uh, wants to venture on into to find the other side of the mountains, while uh, the son, Searcher, wants to uh, have harness the plants to basically help mankind. They end up having an argument, they both split up, and 25 years later, um, is, Searcher is the owner of a very successful farm, which gives out uh, these uh, little uh, you know green power sources out to people, and so now uh, the um, whole civilization has transformed because of this and uh, then uh, the uh, Jaeger has effectively disappeared basically for 25 years you know searching for the uh, the you know the other end of the mountains so, um, uh, something happens where the uh, power source uh, ends up uh, weakening, and so it is up to uh, a band of people, including uh, his uh, young son, um, Ethan. Uh, they uh, go on to uh, this adventure where they end up getting lost, and then end up in basically what is the strange world. And so, um, there are some twists at the end, but uh, I guess maybe this because this movie is quite new, I don't think we'll give too much spoiler to this, but uh, I think maybe we'll probably go into... the the good sides of this movie and probably go into the bad sides of this movie as well but uh, before yeah. we even get into that let's talk about the box office performance because i think that's probably the big unfortunately the overshadowing thing of this whole movie this thing did not do well at all it only brought in about 62 million dollars at the box office worldwide you know like uh, this uh, it's
1: th- believable considering that at this point in time, almost every single Disney movie that has come out after the revival era, ever since Princess and the Frog and Tangled, they have been gangbusters with their money and they've been critically acclaimed. So it's been almost a it, yeah, it's been over a decade since we've had a box office bomb coming from a Walt Disney animated film. So this is a big deal. And it just so happens to be a sci-fi film since this is the third time this has happened. Well, animated of of course. I'm talking about Atlantis The Lost Empire, which it did make its money, but it was very underperformed. And then there was, of course, Treasure Planet, which was one of the biggest box office bombs of all time. And then, of course, when you cu- when you talk about, like, other sci-fi films and so- other, like, pulpy action films, such as, um... Uh, John Carter goes to Mars and stuff like that. So yeah, Disney has had a long history of releasing these sci-fi, pulpy films and not doing very well. Even Tomorrowland, which is based off of the uh, classic Disney ride, did not do very well in the box office either. So it seems like these kind of films are box office poison when it comes to Disney.
0: Yeah. And so um, I think one thing I think we should probably talk about basically is, is the presentation. I mean, like, they really try to go with the adventure, like, you know, persona of this movie, like, you know, it has, like, Indiana Jones, like, text, and, like, you know, it has, like, you know, these, you know, these adventurous characters and everything like that, like, you've got, you know, the adventurous, you know, Jaeger, who, like, you know, just wants to throw himself into adventure and exploring and, you know, without, you know, not really taking any attention of the consequences, so there's that generic character, if you will, there's, you know, Searcher, who is, like, you know, the, sort of, like, not the opposite of Jaeger, but he is somewhat have some, there are some, similar in some way and uh you know, he's a quite hard-headed in himself and so you know you've kind of got like uh i mean they got generic character and then you've got ethan who's like you know he's the rebellious teenager and uh you know he's uh you know young in love and uh you know he's also like you know really wanted to like take after his grandfather but it wasn't really like see the uh you know, the, the the flaws in the character, and uh, he just thinks that's you know, his uh, dad is probably holding him back, and obviously there's that that whole thing that's going on between the two, but uh, I've got to be honest with you, everybody, like, you know, these... If you're expecting to see something new out of this movie, you know, down to the presentation, to the characters, even to the music, you know you're not really going to find it here like everything here it feels really i mean i know there's like this thing where it says like you know there's uh you know if it's um you're r- ripping off something it's uh stealing but if like you know, if you're ripping off like uh, various other so- sources it's research you know like it's kind of like th- this feels like it's borrowed from like various other places and unfortunately it just isn't executed all that well you know when you stick yeah. it all together
1: yeah, I, the story is pretty generic. The characters are pretty generic. The music is pretty generic. Just everything about it feels like a textbook example of just regular action adventure, pulpy sci fi film. There's nothing really. That makes it stand out. I mean, we already had something like this years ago with Onward from Pixar, in which, like, oh, you know, we have this, um, you know, fantasy world that is relying on using this um, energy source as opposed to, like, doing magic, and everybody's just living a domestic life. Well, uh,
0: at at least Onward had a better narrative than Strange World, because I mean, Strange World is just basically just like, you know, your generic, you know, fantasy adventure. At least with Onward, it's kind of like, oh, hey, like, uh, here's this uh, fantasy uh, world, but uh, everyone's now just kind of got a bit lazy And kind of like you know, no longer acting on their instincts no more, and uh, you know, like everyone's kind of like forgotten, like you know, the uh, magic and adventure and things like that. So onward is like you know a somewhat like a reverse at the very beginning of that movie, and I think tells a better. I mean, it doesn't tell it very well, but it still tells. I would say that onward tells a better narrative than Strange World, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, I mean, there are some things about Strange World that you can pinpoint like, oh, I think what they, I I can, I can think what they were trying to go with this. They're trying to be like Journey to the Center of the Earth, where they go all the way down and it's this mm. magical world filled with these crazy plants and creatures that you would not normally see. And, oh, we have these explorer-type characters, like Indiana Jones. And, oh, we have um, a little bit of elements from Avatar, where you have uh, the, the glowing trees. And, oh, you have this thing. You have that thing so yeah i mean it borrows a lot but there's nothing really about it that makes it oh this we're gonna make this our own unique thing yeah so by yeah, the way I, I'm, I I'm, I'm not it...
0: gonna i'm not gonna give away too much uh, spoiler into this but so uh, let me safely say this there's one part of the movie where i thought we were gonna make lava jokes at one point like you know it's gonna like uh, here's this living oh, yeah. <laughs> here's the living island you know like yes. uh, yeah exactly it's like although you know uh, where where's my ukulele sorry where's my ukulele and uh, you know uh, like uh, you know uh, having a dream and a dream will come true you know like uh, good grief like uh, the, yeah i i was um, i wasn't that to come in but uh, uh, let me yeah, just say yeah, yeah. You're, yeah you're just
1: expecting like um you know them coming to terms about like oh you know here's something unto the horizon and then you just hear in the background a long, long time long ago, ago, there was a volcano. Yeah.
0: Only there's like a anyway. creepy eyeball staring at you. It's kind of like, oh, it's like, you know, just. Yeah, this, and, like... and if
1: we. And here's the thing Moana did this better.
0: Yeah, I think Moana did this better.
1: Anyway, so, let us I mean, for those who uh, haven't seen this movie, which, by the way, I decided to take a poll and ask you guys on both Twitter and on the YouTube community, and both of them are the same, believe it or not. And I know that I have different followers from these different social media outlets, and some of them are similar, but nonetheless, um, here's the thing, Erin. Only 15% of our viewers and our listeners have seen Strange World in theaters.
0: Yeah, and uh, hence why we're doing this as a bonus and not doing it as, like, you know, like a casual chat, so, like, you know, as a, like a proper episode. Yeah, exactly.
1: Now, if the ratings would have been a lot higher, we probably would have seen this movie in theaters, but because pretty much nobody from our uh, listening crowd has watched this movie in theaters, we decided to save it as a bonus episode, wait for it to come out on Disney+, and then talk about it.
0: You know what? Like, uh, by the way, uh, we do another search, uh, uh, we do another podcast called PixMix, by the way, it's, you know, like, you know, that's the reason why we're talking about Lightyear on this show. So if you've not seen the Lightyear episode, by going to see that, but uh, there was actually, I'm sure we released a video on Twitter where we actually went to go see Lightyear, and the only people, like, in a a theater for, like, 300 people, there was probably, like, you know, like, eight of us pretty much there, like, watching Lightyear. And and there were Uh,
1: full-grown adults. No children went to go see this movie. Oh,
0: all the children went to go see uh, Jurassic World Dominion. That's where exactly. they all went. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I told you about that. Like, uh, you know. Yes, where, you did. Yeah. You did
1: tell me about that. Well, I went to the restroom. You, know, you all, were all
0: waiting the... for me. Yeah, so we were stops, and all these flood of kids came over, and I was looking at them all, thinking, "These are the kids that should have gone to go see Lightyear." Like, you know, what are they yes. going to go see Jurassic World? Like, you know, it's just it's so, yeah. yeah, it's so weird, but anyway, but putting that aside, like so um I mean, if that's how bad Lightyear was doing, you know, at the prime of when it first came out, imagine how badly um you know um uh, imagine how sparsely populated you know, all the strange world the movie theaters were, oh man,
1: yeah, exactly. I mean, Now, this came out around the Thanksgiving period, so you would think, okay, you know, everybody is staying at home and everybody is going to be spending time with their family. Maybe for those who don't celebrate Thanksgiving, they'll go to a movie and they'll go see this, but apparently that wasn't the case. And yeah, the the performance of this was even worse than Lightyear. Like, Strange World didn't even make remotely the amount of money back from its theatrical run.
0: Yeah, like, you know, there's no excuse here. Like, you know, you would have think, like, even if it was going it, to, it you wasn't expected to bomb this badly. I mean, I actually can't see, like, how much it actually uh, took to make this movie. I think they're even too embarrassed to admit how much it, 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 made, it took to make it. I think. Yeah, uh, I mean,
1: according to what it says online, uh, and I'm just reading oh, hang through on a the deadline. Yeah. Uh,
0: 100, it's between 135 to 180 million to make this. And also, yeah, also I was going to say. Uh, also, so Deadline
1: Hollywood yeah. said 135. Variety said 180 million. And then according to... Um, the website Financial Information, The Numbers, we found out about that it only just made $61 million.
0: Yeah, but according to projections, apparently this is going to be a $147 million loss for Disney.
1: Yeah, that is not good, especially since... this year alone, Disney went through some rough patches, especially with the firing of Bob Chappick and now Bob Iger has to come back as the CEO. So they were going through a lot of mixtures. Yeah,
0: I mean, like, to be honest with you, though, like, you know, uh, that's a a different story on on itself. I don't think there's anything to do with Strange World. Oh, no, I know it
1: had nothing to do with Strange World. I'm just talking about the company itself. Like, this is supposed to be their 61 film and we even saw in the beginning of the movie, this is not a spoiler, by the way, it's already been showcased on, like, stories social media outlets but that they have a new intro for their um all their movies and it's the disney 100 100 years of wonder so this is the first movie that they actually decided to put this in and you would think that this is going to be like a big deal it's like wow 100 years of disney and it got stuck for the very first time in a movie that's just simply okay
0: yeah like uh, you know what it kind of makes you wonder if they should have gone with frozen 3 like you know, like Frozen
1: uh, yeah. Three. Uh, you know, like, you know, we would have to be that desperate.
0: Yeah, it makes me you know. Well, well you you and I have just watched this. You know, like uh, I mean, uh, I I wouldn't be a, I, you know after watching this, I'd be kind of like, yeah, I I want to see Elsa you know throw ice around again. Like you know, it's just it's oh, uh, boy. Uh, yeah, it's just it's uh, this um yeah, it's just it didn't work. You know, like uh, the, this movie. I mean, here is the thing about this, like you know um I I, I it's kind of weird because I feel. I feel a bit half and half about it. I feel like there's some things about this movie that it did really well. I feel like you know. I feel like you know the worlds are imaginative. I will say that. I mean, like sure. it is unique. I mean, like this is a movie that we've not. This is a type of like you know setup of a movie that we've not seen from Disney. You know, like so that's unique as well. It's got an LGBTQ like you know uh, supporting act you know actor in there. So like yeah, exactly. Like you know, and exactly. like, that...
1: you know, all the news outlets is being saying, okay, here's our one million first gay character in a disney movie
0: yeah exactly yeah so like you know uh, the fact that we've had like other you know gay characters in you know in disney movies in the, in the past and exactly very, so, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. And,
1: and but here's the thing that i will give it praise is that He's a main character. He's not just a side character or he's not like just a character who only shows up for like one scene and they can just easily cut it out for um, countries that um, don't approve of the LGBTQ representation, like what happened with Onward. Yeah, I mean, he's he's
0: not a stereotype either. Like, you know, like, oh, good grief, the, 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 the gay stereotype characters that we had in the 90s. Oh, they would make you cringe today.
1: They oh really yeah, were. so uh, you younger kids out there who are seeing this representation in other media, thank your lucky stars.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I mean, I'm not opposed to things like that. I just here's the thing about this. I know exactly what people are going to say. Oh, you know, like uh, you know, it's uh, go woke go broke. You know, like uh, oh, this is the this is the reason why the movie failed because it had a gay character in it. No. Oh my god. The reason. Re- the reason. No. It, it, the no. reason this movie failed is because it took some old concepts and it's a prepack. Packaged them all together and it took, you know, very, you know, generic and very, you know, um, you know, it's taken not very imaginative ways in an imaginative movie. It tried to execute it all and throw it all together and it just hasn't worked. The, the, the LGBTQ representation has nothing to do with the reason why this movie is not as good as it should be. Exactly. And
1: I know that there are some people who made the argument that, oh, the movie wasn't advertised very well. I didn't see any commercials for it. Well, if you were on social media, it has been promoted multiple times on Twitter and on Instagram and on Facebook and, you know, various other sources. Um, The Disney channel, YouTube channel was able to showcase some interviews with the actors of Strange World. So there was stuff out there. I mean, I guess that, I mean, I mean,
0: was there any like you know, what you know, what McDonald's or like Burger King toys or anything like that for Strange World? Like, uh, I mean, what? Well, huh, that's how...
1: that's an interesting question. Yeah. I don't recall seeing any of that stuff. In fact, because you know, I'm Disney does that stuff, right... don't they? Yeah, I'm going Christmas shopping right now, and I still, still, I still see stuff for Encanto. I haven't seen any toys for Strange World. Wow, nothing of the dog, n- nothing of the little, uh, you know, Splat character, nothing.
0: You know, you what, like, that... Yeah, you, you would imagine even like, uh, even early man had like, you know, uh, you know, stuff for like, you know, in Subway. You remember when they, do, they used to do the kid Armin. meals back that time? Yeah,
1: exactly, yeah. It's I, like... I hands down, one of the most generic <laughs> Ardman animation movies ever made.
0: Exactly, yeah. I mean, like, I guess I can see some people's points of view because, you know, like, other mov- Disney movies have been pushed to the moon and uh, I guess, you know, uh, a lot of, uh, I guess maybe what Disney's, you know, advertising approach to this movie was, let's just like stick, you know, an ad here, an ad there on, like, on websites and, like, on, you know, on YouTube videos and things like that and let's just hope that people will see them and, like, go through it. And uh, and I can probably imagine, like, you know, there's going to be people, like, you know, watching other movies, and there'll be, like, trailers playing and stuff like that, but, I mean, like, uh, uh, what other movies would, like, you know, if they did do trailers, oh, so some of that as well, like, they would be, you know, if people, like, were waiting for the trailers, I mean, like, uh, I highly, I highly doubt only a few people have probably been watching those as well, other ones probably, like, you know, going to get, like, you know, soda and popcorn and that, and, like, you know, then finally coming in, you know, at the very last minute when the movie finally starts, I don't know, but, right, uh, yeah, right. I mean, like, uh, maybe this is probably a lesson for Disney, that, uh, you know, what they did with Strange World in regards to promoting, it did not work, and then the next time they have to promote another movie. Maybe they need to do it differently. I don't know. Yeah,
1: so. they, they, they have to do a lot of more... Uh, different strategies so that they can be able to promote their stuff. I mean, just, you know, a few posts on Instagram and Twitter there is not going to cut it. And you know, sure, you know, people are going to be on their phones or on the internet, looking through their tablets and their laptops and stuff like that. But, you know, unless you're geeks like us who follow Disney on social media, if you're just a regular Joe Schmo who's, um, you know, maybe not necessarily knowing about what the newest Disney movie is going to be about, they're not going to know anything about Strange world. Yeah. In fact, literally, the, the question that I asked on social media regarding about if you're going to see this movie in theaters, we I gotten a few responses saying, I didn't even know this movie was going to be out in theaters. I knew nothing about it. So, again, Disney, what are you doing to your common demographic? I mean, sure, you're going to cater to the dorks like us who are going to see this stuff on social media, but where's the rest of the people?
0: And this is their 100th movie. yeah <laughs> It's, oh it's just wow it's uh, that's just bad it really is that's how, really
1: know. really bad oh my gosh yeah it, okay it, you know funny what, enough, um, like
0: you know we spent a couple of minutes talking about not talking about the movie like you know where we've been talking about I like mean, the problems there to around say? the movie, I'm sorry
1: know. what is there to say about this movie
0: it's Indiana Jones meets uh, Journey to the center of the earth effectively there like, you appreciate.
1: go the end. okay everybody let's just do our ratings at
0: the <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean to me to be fair though I think uh, maybe we should probably like it. I mean also okay, on top okay. of this, like well, the music well, the music we'll
1: the story and the characters but we won't go into major spoilers. well i
0: mean we're not gonna go i mean we're already like given like an idea of like what the movie so basically what it is is that uh, they have like this a uh, plant that they uh, you know exhort power from i think called, it's called panto i think it's called yeah, pa-
1: pando yeah pando
0: yeah okay pa- panto pando and so um it's now dying and so the idea is that our heroes go out and uh, into this strange world and uh, they're trying to find out the source of like you know what's killing it and things like it. So, and obviously there's like, you know, the the twist at the end, which, you know, we're always used to in, uh, you know, in Disney's movies now. Even in Canto, like, you know, had like this twist ending pretty much, you know, and uh, so I think, you know, that's another thing as well. Like, we expect the twist ending all, you know, now with these Disney movies. Uh, and that. So why like,
1: what I mean, is this whole like, oh, our resource of the way that we live is dying? Why does this remind me of Spartacus and the sun beneath the sea?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, there was times where it kind of reminded me of Atlantis. You know, like the way that they like, you know, they sank to the bottom and like, you know, then they discovered the city. I thought they were going to discover the city of Atlantis at the end. Yeah, the end, and they like and that. in
1: the movie they were talking about how their resource was dying too. So, wow, I mean, we're, <laughs> how many things are we going to compare it to? It's, it's kind of like um, our friends at Toon Grin when they saw Spark, a space tale, and they just constantly compared it to a whole bunch of other things as opposed to, like, talking about it as its own thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what?
0: Here's the thing about this as well. Like, um, I mean, we don't, re- again, once again, this is another Disney movie without, like, an antagonist. And uh, yeah. I don't know about you, but I really want to see a bad guy right now. Like, you know, like, well, a... I
1: mean, but Aaron, we did get a bad guy. It's called generational trauma.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, it's just, it's, uh, I, I just feel like it, you know, if you're going to do a movie in this style and, you know, you're going to like incorporate like the adventure tropes, you always have like the over the top bad guy, don't you? You know, like yeah, it's just you
1: like... you you already had it with Atlantis and with Treasure Planet. You had you know Commander Rourke for Atlantis, and you had Long John Silver for Treasure Planet. But here, it's dr- generational trauma between the three generations of men.
0: Yeah, and uh, also on top of that as well, like uh, this also shoehorns in like you know an environmental message too. So like yeah, uh, yeah. which
1: by the way, um, in terms of like our environmental messages. Uh... It doesn't do a very good job.
0: <laughs> not really, no. No, so...
1: oh my gosh. It's it's just like, it's so underdeveloped in terms of their environmental message. It's like literally at the last bit of the movie.
0: Yeah. On top of that as well, like, I mean, like, do you get the feeling that a lot of this stuff was also kind of like forced and rushed as well? Like, like you know, uh, so uh, at one point, I'm not going to say who, but, uh, you know, uh, there are some characters who do end up getting like on the other side of the mountain. It's kind of like, Really? Like, you know, like, it just, it just uh, happens, yeah. you know, like, and yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so, and uh, then, you know, um, also you get like this, this, the, you know, the disagreements, like in like the, at the very end of like the second, you know, towards like the final third, you know, the final third. And so, uh, you know, they yeah. all, you know, they all, you know, go away from each other and then they kind of like learn lessons and then they all come back together for like the, the big finale.
1: And yeah, I mean, like literally, yeah. until like the last act, we were even saying that the main protagonists in this film were some of the most unlikable that we've seen in in Disney in a while. It's
0: just they, they feel poorly written. You know, like, you know, it's just, it's yeah, like, you know. They,
1: they are, I'm sorry, they are terrible to each other. You have this whole thing about, like, oh, my way is the best way and I'm doing what's best for you. You have to follow in my footsteps. You need to leave a legacy behind because I'm trying to do the same thing. I'm just doing something that I feel is my destiny to do. It's like, come on. Yeah, it's like, really? hey, we're going to hey, go through yeah. this.
0: You know the really bad dad from Chicken Little? Well, here's two of them with an ego. (laughs)
1: Beautiful. Uh, 10 out of 10.
0: Yeah, 10 out of 10. Yeah, um, there's just so much... I mean, unfortunately... I mean, here's the thing about this. Like, I like the idea of this movie. I really do, like, I like the idea of them, like, you know, they found this, like, power source, and now all of a sudden it's, like, it's jeopardizing their way on Earth, and, uh, you know, and all of a sudden they have to, like, be forced into, like, this other, into this adventure, and uh, then, you know, uh, the, um, you know, um, Jaeger and uh, Ethan and, uh, R- 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 and uh, Searcher have to all, like, you know, get along in this whole thing, and, uh, you know, and they're all coming from, like, different perspectives and everything like that, so there's all of that as well, like, there are some good ideas, you know, all of this and uh, I've got to be honest with you though like you know the minute I saw like you know the big ship that they they travel on by the way I mean I'm sorry this uh, is like somewhat of a spoiler but the big ship that they fly on, it kind of reminds me of the Starbuck from Red Dwarf and Patricia's not seen Red yeah. Wall so she won't know what I'm, what I'm getting at yeah, but, yeah. but at the
1: same time it's like I, I kind of kind of, I, I see what you're trying to compare it to because um, you know the um, the disagreements between the father and the grandfather and the kid who's in the middle it reminded me of El Tigre in which Manny is trying to figure out what is he going to be is he going to be a hero like his father or is he going to be a villain like his grandfather and he doesn't know which one to choose so he tries a little bit of both to see which one he ended up being so it kind of gave me those vibes too yeah
0: yeah, but unfortunately, you have got two characters like dragging them from like one side to the other, and it just becomes really it just becomes really awful. In, in that yeah, regard. exactly. And, yeah. and these are our
1: these are our protagonists. Yeah, like, that's these how it are was... the people that we're going to be following throughout the course of the movie, and they're just yelling at each other the whole time. And I'm just like, oh, really. These are the people that we're going to be following. These are the people whose, you know, the, the stakes of millions of people in this particular town is on the line for this power source. And we have this one guy who's dedicated to being an explorer and, you know, gives jack off about his family. He just wants to, you know, find out what the other side of the mountain contains. And then we have the um, character Searcher who wants nothing more than to be a simple farmer and to, you know, do his own legacy by giving this, power source over to the people of Avalonia and he's trying to teach his son the same way because he feels that that's the right thing to do and then we try- we have Ethan who doesn't know what he wants to do so yeah it's just like they're being very forceful about what they want for their family even though that they don't want it and they're acting like hypocritical to each other because they feel that they're doing what's best for their family even though that that's not exactly what they well. want and they try to talk into reason on why that's not what they want but they won't listen to it because, well, they're the adult figures who's older and more experienced, so clearly they have the rights to say whatever they want. And your opinion, well, <laughs> who cares?
0: And also, uh, Ethan's just a typical teenager, unfortunately. Like uh, he doesn't. Besides being LGBTQ, there's no really other redeeming kind of like factor to him you know like uh, yeah I,
1: I mean he's yeah there's nothing really like special about him he doesn't have anything that makes him stand out he doesn't go through like the hero's journey in which he wants to become an explorer but you know maybe he stumbles in the beginning and then he becomes heroic at the end he doesn't go through like the farmer's journey in which like maybe he's not a good farmer and maybe he feels like he doesn't want to be or maybe he is a good farmer this was what he was doing all his life and then when he finds out that there's a bigger world out there he wants to be able to take it all in and he wants to be able to learn more about it which they kind of hint that that was what the intention of him was but it's not executed very well yeah.
0: you know what they should have done they should have t- they should have taken they should have t- had the boyfriend go with Ethan you know, oh, that would
1: have been an interesting idea. Exactly,
0: yeah. Like you know, if you know, to take some focus off, like the whole you know, grandfather, dad, you know, son, you know, you know, tribe, and then you know, just give it a little bit. I felt like this whole thing was overexposed, like you know, when you give it a bit of a break, you know, like you know, you move it away from you know that, and maybe have that focus like on the relationship going, and you know, even yeah. But
1: unfortunately, the thing that we're given Ethan is just like this little gooey character who has no faith who's not able to speak he's supposed to be like oh look at me i'm like the cute little character like that blobby character from treasure planet hey kid buy the toys (sighs) (laughs) i I, yeah exactly buy the toys kids so yeah i I, I can't believe i can't
0: believe i can't believe disney has made something worse than a minion i'm sorry like
1: uh yeah I, i mean at least minions as much as they're annoying they actually have personality And you can be able to differentiate between all the other minions and they do stuff that's kind of cool. I mean, this little gooey blob creature, I mean, sure, it does some pretty interesting things and it's very essential to the plot. But still, it's like there's no personality to... There's no personality to him. It's like he barely has a face, so we're not able to see the expressions on him. He doesn't speak, so we don't understand what he's saying. So it's just like basically a blank slate, just doing nothing but helping whatever happens in the plot.
0: Yeah, like uh, he's basically like, um, you know... Um, he's doing like the Scooby Doo thing, where like, but even Scooby Doo even talked like, so like he's trying to like action out like you know uh, how he feels now. He he's a, he's emoting like it's uh, it, like he wouldn't be able to place him you know if uh, like you know Wally went to like you know a you know an alien planet or something like that you know like, uh, but uh, I mean it's it's yeah it's just it's uh, uh it just doesn't work and uh yeah and
1: now here's an example of something that's like this that happened very very well and it was a movie that came out this year with lightyear uh, socks for example socks was an emotional character for buzz who was going through a lot of stress having to go through a failed mission of trying to get back home and trying to get off of the planet and socks was there to be very helpful but at the same time he spoke He had a personality, and he had a face that we can be able to connect to. Sure, he was made out of, like, robotic parts, but at the same time, he was a very lovable character. This right here, it's just, like, nothing.
0: Yeah, there's just, they're, they're, there's nothing to hold on to with this character, unfortunately. He's just kind of, he's just there for, either, for comedic relief, or he's just there to kind of like, you know, uh, sort of like, you know, um, with a stick, kind of like, you know, move the story along, kind of like poking at it, if anything. He's uh, like, I mean, I understand what they tried to do, like, at the very end, where, like, you know, he's trying to, like, you know, he's part of the twist in the way, but, uh, I mean, even then, like, you know, he's not really, like, that all that much integral to it. I mean, they could have easily, like, seen the twist even without him.
1: Exactly, yeah. In fact, you could have removed this character and added the boyfriend.
0: Exactly, yeah. So, it's just, it's, uh, they, um, I mean, like, um, yeah, again, like, this, this movie actually interesting enough, even though, like, you know, um, they probably angered all the right-wingers with, like, you know, the LGBTQ representation, but, uh, you know, besides that, like, this movie doesn't really take any risks. When you really think about it like you know like uh, it does like you know the whole emotional trauma and stuff like that but besides that like you know can, can we really say like you know oh hey this scene would have upset a couple of people or that scene would have like you know done something that you know some people would have got talking about like that's the thing like there's no scene that we can see in this movie that would have got people talking when you really think yeah. about it besides I mean, the big eyeball good...
1: yeah both good and bad I mean, other than just that, as you mentioned before, the eyeball and, oh, we have an LGBTQ character. Other than that, it's like there's no water cooler moments in which, like, you know, you sit around and you talk with your friends about, like, oh, you remember that scene and you remember this scene? I mean, you know, all the other movies that we've had in Disney over the past few years had those water cooler moments. It's like, oh, you know, in Princess and the Frog, you remember the scene in which, um, you know, when Tiana turns into the frog or when they meet up with Mama Odie or when Dr. Facilier first came along. Or with Frozen, do you remember when Elsa is finally able to, um, you know, use her powers to her full advantage? Remember, let it go. Remember, do you want to build a snowman? It Ralph. Oh, you know, that that cool video game character. And, oh, you know, we're able to explore all these different worlds and locations. And uh, even with, like, Zootopia, it's like, oh, wow, do you remember the scene in which when uh, Judy and Nick were able to try to solve the mystery about why the animals are acting, like, wild and rampant? I mean, even with Encanto. even recently as Encanto, we've had a lot of moments like this when we found out about the true twist about Abuela and we don't talk about Bruno and all that kind of stuff. But here, nothing. Yeah. I'm sorry. There's just there's just nothing.
0: It needed you know, like if they were gonna go all out on this stroke, I mean they should have put in like, you know, far more danger and they should have put in far more risks, in my opinion. And also they needed the over the top villain. I'm sorry, like, you know, and also that over the top villain probably would have been the talk of the movie probably like you know like uh, here's the thing like you know we as of this recording this podcast we're only like a couple of months away now from the super mario movie i think aren't we? yeah so like you know uh, and we're looking forward to jack Black's performance as bowser pretty much it's like yeah exactly yeah like you know we're looking forward to seeing villains again effectively and uh, you know another thing about this movie as well is that don't you feel like there's a bit of illumination in this um in this movie as well Like you know, it's like it's kind of like play it safe, kind of like you know, um, it's uh, not wanting to say it's it's not going to really like upset that too many people. You know, with that, do you get do you get that, that illumination feel when watching this movie? As I, well? I know what
1: you're trying to say, it's like it has like this gorgeous animation and these really nice set pieces, but the story is pretty safe. The characters are pretty safe. There's just nothing that makes it stand out. But you know what? I mean, at least Illumination has had some highlights. Like, you know, there's like one or two characters that are like really memorable, like Dominions or oh, you remember that song from Pharrell? You know, like those kind of things. I mean, at least Illumination has some moments in which people do remember them So, I mean, I wouldn't say in terms of, you know, that, you know, it's all part of um, the similarities with Illumination. But, you know, maybe like one or two things, such as like the generic story and the generic characters. And, you know, it it feels like what you um, talked about with Good Dinosaurs. Like, it's like a tech demo. You know, it's like beautiful animation, but the story and characters are so generic because they're trying to put the focus on the world instead of the characters.
0: Well, if you notice, I've not said that word yet, tech demo. Because, I feel like all this animation we've seen, we've seen before. Like, you know, like... Oh, okay. it's like look, I mean, look at Encanto, and uh, look at some of the other, you know, uh, modern Disney movies. They have, you know, uh, they have the same somewhat level of, like, you know, detail and animation. You know, like, do you remember mm-hmm. when I paused Encanto, and we were like, saw the, uh, you know, of Walla and, like, we just saw, like, you know, all the detail, like, you know, uh, her skin texture, like, you know, her hair, and, uh, like, you know, her clothing. Her clothing looked like it was actually real. At one point, yes, you know, I like you know, he's really un, was, you know, the uncanny value, value was just kind of like just slipping away as we the further we looked at it, you know, like it was mm-hmm. just it was it was great animation in Encanto, and uh, yeah. you know, unfortunately Encanto also has a better story too, but uh, I mean yeah, and better music, and better music exactly yeah, but you know, Strange World, oh my goodness, for this to be Disney's one hundredth, good grief. Like you know, like uh,
1: this is the 100 years of Disney. This is their 61st animated film.
0: Yeah, like exactly, yeah. But uh, still, you know, like you know, they've done 60 other movies before this one. You know, like Mm -hmm. and uh, this is what they got to show for it. Like you know, yeah. uh, I
1: mean, now let me ask you a question about this, Aaron. Now, as mentioned earlier, we've been talking about the revival era. Now, for those who don't know, Disney likes to, you know, divide all of the films and divide it into seven different eras. So you have the golden era, which has like, you know, all the films from the 30s and 40s. You have the 90s films, which is the Renaissance era. And the one that we're currently on is the revival era, starting off with Princess and the Frog. Do you think that this is the end of the revival era and we're in a new era? Or do you think this will be like the black sheep, the the one that, you know, out of a sea of amazing movies that we've had this is the one that's going to be, like, the one that sticks out like a sore thumb. You know, you have your Black Cauldrons or your um, Chicken Littles or something like that. Do you think that this might be it? Or do you think that we're going to be entering into a new era?
0: Um, Here's the thing, like, so um, I believe, like, well, what's the next bit? What's the next, I mean, the next untitled, I mean, right now the uh, next Disney animated movie is an untitled animation film. So... Well, from
1: what I understand, it's going to be called Wish. And we talked about this in Erin and Patricia, about, like, the princess who, um, you know, sees the wish on the star and you know that's the origins oh of yeah the star I, I, I remember
0: that now yeah so like we don't. i mean that it's called i mean it's i know people are referring to it as wish but we don't actually know if that's yeah, they're, actually... they're
1: referring to you as wish uh but we don't know if it's going to be like a different title but that's going to be the next disney movie and that's coming out next year
0: yeah and just it's uh, uh i don't know like i mean I- i'll tell you what elemental looks very promising I have to say, yeah,
1: but that's Pixar, though.
0: Exactly, yeah, but I mean, are we now seeing like uh, you know, every time Disney seems to get better, Pixar seems to get worse. And every time Pixar seems to get better, Disney seems to get worse. Have you noticed that oh, kind of like? Okay, you
1: know? okay, so we have Pixar with both Turning Red and Lightyear, and we have Disney with Strange World. So does that make them even?
0: Uh, well, I mean, uh, let's. I mean, also when Pixar like releases two movies in the same year, we know that one is bad and one is good. You know, so like yes. oh, 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 one is mediocre and one is good. You know, what yeah. that's what that's what we end up with with Pixar when they really that's what Pixar should stop doing. Some releasing two movies a year. Like, you know, just just yeah. release one and then just concentrate on that. And then you know yeah, get exactly. on to the next one you've, next you've, year. You've
1: done this you've done this four times Pixar. It doesn't work.
0: Exactly. Like, you know, uh, uh, you know, don't worry guys. I'm pretty sure like, you know, um you know, uh, the lifespan of a human being on this earth, at least I'll see fifty Pixar movies, you know? So like uh, you know like you know there there's entertainment to go around you know don't worry about like you know having to like, put out as so many movies as possible you know so like uh, yeah. just keep just keep releasing movies then release a couple of shorts like do keep doing the short series the short series are good. You know the short series are actually enjoyable. You know when, when we when mm-hmm. we when we do talk about these things, but yeah, but anyway, we're not talking about Pixar. We're talking about Disney. So exactly, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, uh, what's coming up next? I mean, in regards to Disney, I mean, like, unfortunately, we've got like another bunch of remakes. So we got Little Mermaid, Peter Pan, and Wendy. Uh, we've got another haunted mansion movie. Why are we doing another haunted mansion for God's sakes? Because uh, the
1: first one sucked. <laughs>
0: Oh, now. And then we got Indi- well, Indiana Jones Five. Funnily enough, like you know, where you know it's the sequel to what this podcast was based on, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, then we got uh, some more Marvel movies. And uh, yeah, I mean, like it's just it's. Uh, uh, I mean, it's. Um, I mean, uh, Strange World is strange in the sense that it looks really fantastic, but it comes across so um, you know mediocre at the same time like you know it's just it's uh it's it's, it's such a it's such a strange it, it is a strange world you know looking at this movie i mean so hey guys you've achieved it <laughs> it's strange you know like uh, it's a fantastical movie that's just like you know really really lukewarm so it's yeah just, yeah they, they, they've done it <laughs> yeah we don't do this podcast anymore this is is the movie (laughs) we found it
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah in Uh. in my personal opinion out of all the disney revival movies that i've ever seen and i've seen them all i and i would say that this is probably one of if not the weakest i mean i'm still debating whether wrecked ralph breaks the internet or this movie is the worst um i
0: enjoyed ralph breaks the internet more than i did this I'll be yeah, honest I mean, I did
1: too, the, but the... I just felt like it wasn't as good as the original.
0: This to me feels like—I mean, well, mind you—I think the one that I think the reason why Ralph breaks the insect gets the gets the pass is because I think the Emoji movie came out around about the same time, didn't it?
1: Oh, you're so. right. Yeah. Yes. So that's
0: the reason why I think Ralph breaks the insect gets the pass because good grief, when the Emoji movie came out. Good grief! All the hate that that movie got. And, yeah. Uh, yeah I, like... guess, I
1: guess you're right. So, I I mean, I would say that Wreck It Ralph Breaks the Internet is probably the weakest in sequels because, I mean, we did enjoy Frozen 2. So, there's that. Now, I'm, I think that as an original movie, like, you know, the first of its kind, I think that out of all of them that came out during the revival era, I think this is the worst one.
0: It is. It is the worst one, I think. Yeah. The, I mean, all right, the, so which, I, I which is that... so sad because, like, you know, there, there is actually some good ideas here. You know, like I like the idea of an adventure movie. I like the idea of like you know over the top characters. I like the idea of a fantasy world. I like the idea of uh, I didn't even do like the idea of an environmental message. Like you know, back in the '90s and the '80s, you know this Patricia, you and I grew up with basically environmental messages in. Yeah, in, well, of uh, course we again. did.
1: We had Once Upon a Forest. We had Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest. I mean, this we had Captain Planet and the Planeteers. This stuff was pretty much common. Well, to
0: even us. then, so you know, you remember the Sonic Satam? Like Sonic the Hedgehog? Oh the, yes. Yeah, exactly. Right. That, that had an environmental message. Like you know, like all. All these robots like destroying the environments and like you know sonic mm-hmm. and uh you know his woodland friends like you know going to save the day you know like you know it's just yep. it's uh even it's, uh, some of the movies that is in the tv shows that we grew up with that didn't have like you know it shoved in your face at least you know some elements of it was there pretty much
1: exactly like yeah sure it was very preachy sure it was not very subtle but at least you knew what the m- message was
0: well i mean the, the Sonic Saturn one was subtle when you really think about it.
1: So, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm talking, yeah, I'm sure that's true, but I'm just saying that it was more the exception than the norm.
0: Exactly, yeah. So, uh, I mean, so we're, we're used to this, like, you know, adventure cheese and things like that, and I really wish that was the way, wish the way they were going. You know, there's another movie that now comes to mind, which they did this kind of, like, they went, like, all the way for, like, in a particular genre, and they didn't really go all that fully explore at all. Do you know, I can't remember what that movie was. It's 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 bothering me now. I'm sure we've I'm sure we've been down this road before, where they take something and they you know they go all they you know I want them to go all out with it, but they just didn't. They pre- oh, Lightyear exactly That's yeah right, yeah we so, did
1: talk about this in yeah Remember like, like,
0: that- a, like, like it was supposed to be andy's favorite sci-fi movie from the 90s and like you yes. know and we walked away thinking about it. this is no way andy's movie favorite movie from the 90s like it doesn't have like that 90s like you know sci-fi cheese in it that we that no. we're used to in it it doesn't it, like was, the, it was played way too serious it, well it was it was played too weak like you know, like uh, the the characters in here just didn't feel like all that over the top. They didn't feel like you know, uh, uh you know, the way they should. Be. You know, but Lightyear didn't even come across as all that heroic. He just came across as you know, just as like you know, um, do do headed, if anything. Yeah. Like you know, they didn't really play up to like you know how, yeah, him being like you know a fun loving character or anything like that. He was just like he was so focused on that. Like yeah, exactly. He was too serious in that in that regard. And th- that's what Strange World should have basically been. It feels like the people who who uh, wrote Light who wrote Lightyear. Feels like they wrote Strange World. In a way. They didn't. Exactly, yeah, but it feels like it.
1: I know it does feel like it. I mean, these are the same people who did Ryan the Last Dragon. And that movie was a lot better because it focused on a very serious uh, moral about trust. And it also focused on about how... Um, you know, Raya was trying to do a wrong that had happened, especially with all the different nations that were like going up against each other so that they can be able to be the one for this, you know, one source. And You know, that was a very interesting story because we were able to explore the different worlds and it was able to have that really nice message about trust. So, yeah, they're able to do that kind of stuff. They have a big world. They have these really interesting characters and they have this really important and powerful moral. What happened here?
0: Yeah, it's just it's... uh... (sighs) <sighs> I, I, I don't know, it just, it's, um it, you know, they should, if they were gonna do this type of movie, they should have just gone all out with it, and just, you know, said, okay, this might come across as a bit like, you know, um, you know, uh, um, oh, what's the, what's the word, uh, it might come across as cliche, but at least it's gonna be a fun cliche you know like you know here's the adventurers like you know they're all like zany characters and like you know they're just going to throw caution to the wind and just go right right into it and you know you've got like you know the two characters who are a bit hard headed and like you know clash on like and disagree with certain things you've got you know the young energetic teenager who like you know he's all whimsical and like you know he's just finding all this amazing just along for the ride you've got like the wimpy guy who like you know it should have been kind of like you know fear from inside out I mean they should have had that character in this but they didn't and then they there's another thing as well a lot of the crew members are very generic like yeah, uh, and, and they're
1: pretty much useless
0: yeah exactly Like, well they, they're not given any screen times so, like this is the thing like our screen time is so dedicated to um ethan and uh eager and uh and and searcher that we they're so in that regard you know they're all focused around them everyone else doesn't get a say Yeah, exactly. I mean,
1: remember that Meridian, who is Searcher's wife and Ethan's mother, she's along for the journey, too, and she doesn't really do much of anything other than just, you know, drive the airship.
0: Exactly. Like, it's just, yeah... So, I mean, and, she, knows, know, it, it who development like... is that she likes to fly, you know? like Yeah, uh, exactly.
1: I, I mean, like, you know, she has three things that she loves. She loves her family, she loves, uh, you know, fixing things, and she loves to fly. So, it's like, you know, let's explore more on this character. Like, you know, how did she and Searcher first meet? And, you know, what are her thoughts about meeting her father-in-law that she heard so much stories about? And, yeah, I mean, like... And also you like Avalonia, for example, this is supposed to be the town that we're supposed to rescue because the power source is dying. We don't really know much about the town either, about its inhabitants. How are the people reacting towards the fact that their way of life is going to be going away soon? We don't get any of that.
0: It makes me wonder if this should have been a TV series.
1: That's the same thing you said about turning red.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I, I say turning red. I mean, I no, I think turning red should, should have been a you know a movie in so in some way, but I feel like you know they should have been like a, it should have a TV series turning red on the side of that. I think. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, should, sure. That's just, but that's just here,
1: my I, I feel like maybe if this was going to be a TV series and this was going to be like the pilot, then I can see where you're coming from.
0: Yeah. Anyway, um, we've talked this movie to death pretty much, and so uh, I think maybe we should uh, probably give us our scores.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, here's the thing, like, this movie really is trying, but it just doesn't execute it all that well. I do somewhat like, the, you know, some of the characters in this, but they're written very badly, unfortunately, and so there's that. And then, you know, the world that it's around looks very wonderful and fantasy and everything like that, but unfortunately, it does feel like, so, you know, we were kind of making fun of some of the characters, you know, some of the creatures in all of this, like, they were curious about this story before. Definitely, like, you know, the thing at the end, let's just say that uh, I was saying uh, to that thing, you you know, thank you for telling Aang to, how to beat Fire Lord Zuko, you know. Uh, oh yeah, um, the
1: thing at the end, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly,
0: yeah. <laughs> and uh, so there was that, and so I mean, like, there was, um, th- there's a lot of promise here, but it's not done very well. I would've, if, if this was a script reading, I would've said R- go back, write this again, and change this, change that, and add a villain, and, you know, hey, you're running, you've got a Disney movie here. You know, like, you know, a lot, there were some things that it needed another a couple of, you know, run-throughs before this ended up going to production, in my opinion. That's just me. Okay. And so, unfortunately, I'm gonna probably be... Maybe this is a very generous score. Maybe I'm gonna give it here. I'm gonna say it's a 6.
1: I'm gonna... I'm sorry, Aaron. I'm gonna have to be harsh on this, because this is Disney. We're expecting a lot at this point. And, you know, some people might argue about, like, oh, you know, the pandemic held them back, which, okay, that's perfectly fine, but, you know, there were a lot of animated movies that came out during the pandemic, and they turned out fantastic. So... At this point in time, it's not an excuse. Five.
0: Five. Okay, so 5.5 5 out of 10.
1: Yeah, so. that that sounds just about right.
0: Yeah, okay. All right, everybody. Well, funny enough for a bonus episode, which we weren't thinking we were going to go very long on, we actually went pretty long on. So, uh, yeah, but
1: that's because there was just so much to say about how little to say there was about it.
0: Yeah. Well, everybody, until another adventure in search of the Crystal Skull. Uh, my name is Aaron.
1: My name is Patricia.
0: Take care and bye-bye for now. See you later.